The next foundation round for the course Turn Yourself Into a Booked-Out Freelance Translator commences on Monday, the 6th of February. The course consists of three modules, Module 1, Positioning for Profit, Module 2, Pricing for a Profit Playbook, where we dive deep into pricing as a lever in itself to generate revenue and negotiation skills, and Module 3, Profit for Profit's Sake. There is also a bonus module on the psychology of money, mental wealth, and money mindset issues. If you're interested in signing up, the link is in the show notes. Hi everyone, Jason here. If you haven't already done so, head over to the link tree in my Instagram or LinkedIn profiles and swipe my free worksheets. There's two, there's one for pricing and negotiation and there's a second for direct client marketing. That's Linktree with a full stop between the R and the E forward slash entrepreneurial translator. That's Linktree forward slash entrepreneurial translator. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Today I want to talk about CVs and I want to specifically talk about five mind-boggling mistakes I see people still make in their CVs. So as a boutique translation office owner, I occasionally see CVs. I need to cover other combinations that are done not in-house but outside. And in the last year we've done projects, certainly English to Spanish. We've done a little bit of English to French and more unusually we've done Spanish to French, Spanish to Dutch, and we've also done Hebrew to Spanish. That was the most unusual request in the last year. So I want to go through five mistakes that people make, and then I'll go through five solutions that I suggest, recommend job applicants do instead. The first mistake is trying to list everything, uh, and this is a mistake I used to make. I used to try and list everything, including the news agent or the wine shop that I worked at when I was 19 in between university years. Um, you don't need to list everything at all. If you did something that doesn't really support your narrative, uh, CV, submitting CVs is about storytelling and getting your narrative across. It's what you have done that is most important. If it's not supporting your narrative, just leave it out. Translation agencies and translation company clients, they want to see a focus, not just a, an incoherent list of random jobs. So list the part-time jobs you did when you're 19, just cut them out. Number two is using buzzwords and corporate speak. So just consider these two phrases that, I, that I've seen on actual CVs. A strategic thinker with excellent verbal communication skills. And the second one would be delivered results under tight deadlines and last-minute time constraints. So the, these phrases, they're really empty. They don't really mean anything. For some reason, when we're writing a CV, we kind of lapse into these stilted phrases that we try and dress it up that don't actually mean anything. So just try and focus on a more honest way of telling the story of what you've done your story, which is unique to you, with words that will actually impress the project manager or the hiring manager or the vendor manager or recruitment manager, whoever is assigned with looking at your CV. Because ultimately, your CV has to stand out among, among the pile. 
a large pal and not the objective is for it to be an interview magnet, not to for it to end up in the trash can very quickly. So that's mistake number two, using buzzwords, corporate buzzwords and corporate speak. Mistake number three is worrying about unimportant things such as the size of the font or the type of the font and the margins. These are unlikely to land you the job or the contract, and this applies both to in-house jobs and freelance contracts. Worrying about these strategic issues is, is really a waste of time, in my opinion. Even if you have a technically perfect resume, the perfect fonts, the perfect uh, size, margin, it's not going to guarantee you that you will land the contract or land the job. There is a better way to do things. That's mistake number three. Mistake number four is talking about how great you are instead of showing me or anyone else how great you are. So which of these is the most memorable? Statement one, I'm extremely adept in social media. Or statement two, for example, I use over six social media, media platforms regularly and they include TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube and my own professional blog, which gets over 1,000 visits a day. So clearly, statement two is much more pointed. It's much more memorable than the rather anodyne, I'm well-versed or I'm very adept and in social media. Show your story, don't, don't tell it. Show the person reading your CV. You may only have 10 seconds to read your CV, and you may only have 10 seconds to, to make a connection. So use those 10 seconds for your CV and cover letter wisely. That's mistake number four. Mistake number five is not positioning yourself from the perspective of the hiring manager, recruitment manager, or vendor manager, or project manager, whoever it is. And this is probably the biggest one at all. Think, ask yourself if your CV is interesting. Does it speak to the challenges? Uh, that the hiring manager has. Try and use the exact same language the hiring manager would use, which you will get from your research. Otherwise, you're just one more CV in the pile. Uh, so I see, I see those quite often. And just remember, you only have 10 seconds. Do a 10-second test. Hand your CV to five people within your setting, your family, your friends. You can even find five random people in Starbucks. But do the 10-second test and see what people think before you get it down. You should be spending hours and hours on these two documents, up to 100 hours to get them actually word perfect, letter perfect, because the CV and the cover letter is your entry, is the interview magnet or should be the interview magnet to get you that much sought after interview. Okay, I hope that was useful. We'll now go on to five things to do instead. So once you've identified the five mistakes that people often do, here's, here are the five tips I recommend doing instead to try and avoid the mistakes. Uh, number one is collect praise constantly. You should be, always be collecting praise. If you have like a thing like a positivity jar on your online profiles, Instagram's very easy to do this with, uh, with buckets or, or little circles where you can just put those nice comments in and use them in your copy for your online assets, your website, um, your email signature, why not? Always collect praise and learn how to ask for referrals. There is a technique 
strategy to ask for referrals and the, these can be used on your website, on your LinkedIn profile, you should be collecting praise constantly. That's number one. Number two is knowing your value and being able to quantify your value. You should be able to apply this to your price so you get a good price value. So you're offering value to your clients at all times. Remember, a happy client will come back again and again because they're receiving more value than what they paid for. That's the objective when developing or devising repeat business strategies. So number two is quantify your value. Number three is just kill the fluff. So I talked about the mistake of putting your summer jobs from age 18 between university years. That would be fluff, in my opinion. That all needs to be killed. It, it needs to be just cold, eliminated. It is not relevant to the story you're telling now to impress hiring managers now or vendor managers now. That's number three. Number four is avoid coming across as a job hopper. So if there are any gaps in your in your narrative, try and find a creative way of filling those gaps rather than giving the impression that you haven't been held down a job for more than three months. That's number four. And number five, just keep in mind that the purpose of the CV and cover letter at all times is to act as an interview magnet. It is to gain you. That should be the call to action. Suggest an interview on the cover letter. So focus, keep the focus on your strengths and talents. Uh, move the focus away just as we, when we're positioning our offers and our offers of products, our translation service, we don't want the conversation only about price. Focus on your strengths and talents at all times. That's number five. There you are, five tips to do instead of making those five common errors. I hope that was useful. Until the next episode, bye for now. If you've made it this far through the podcast, hopefully you like it. If that is the case, please hit subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you'd like to say hi, just head over to Instagram and send me a direct message. I would be very, very grateful. Thank you and see you next time. Thank you.